the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be here today. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's, and it's a little warm today. It's a, it's a great day at Porky's. We invite you to come on up and get your weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's on Friday afternoon. Pete Paquette is joining us on location today, filling in for Joe. Pete, it's great to have you. Great to see you again once again, and thanks for your, all your help once again. Oh, thanks, Roger. Yeah, great to be back again. Beautiful day out here on the front porch, and and boy, you got a great show to lined up uh, today as well. This is going to be really cool today. Yeah, we've got a full lineup of luminaries here. Of course, we look forward to being joined in a few minutes by John Peary with his uh, weekly report of everything that's happening in uh, Blue Darter Nation uh, sports over the past week or so. Of course, school had graduation last week. The school officially was out on Tuesday. So we make that transition now from um, the spring sports at Apopka High School into the summer. And we're also pleased to be joined by two outstanding members of Apopka and of the Apopka sports community. Talking, of course, about uh, former Blue Darter baseball and football player Eddie Williams, also a member of the 1983 Miami Hurricanes National Championship team under Coach Howard Schellenberger. Eddie, great to see you today. Hey, Roger. Thank you for having me on the show today. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's always great getting together with you. Always love I want to hear some of these stories, you know, about uh, Coach Schellenberger and those canes from 83 today. <laughs> yes, sir. And also, we're pleased to be joined by Prince Pollard. Of course, Prince Pollard has made tremendous contributions uh, to Apopka and athletics in Apopka. He's also well-known for his career as an official uh, in College football, the college football ranks a very well-known and respected official in the Southeastern Conference, actually. Um, Prince, great to see you today. Thanks for being here. Hey, great to be here, Roger. Good to see you again. Just happy to be on there. <laughs> and, Eddie, why you, you're involved in a, an exciting venture you started last year. I guess this will be the second year of it. And um, yeah, I'm still in the process of learning, and I'd like to share with our listeners. Why don't you just kind of start by give us an overview of, of, of you know, your, your project and your endeavor. Well, first of all, we'd like to thank you, Wright, for allowing us to come on the air, right, to talk about our endeavors. Um, last year was our first year. We came up with the first Apopka Hall of Fame. And the way the Apopka Hall of Fame came about, right, it actually mm-hmm. came about, right, through the history of University of Miami. I had the um, pleasure of playing with a great athlete, Rodney Bellinger, who also played for the Buffalo Bills. And he was from Coconut Grove. He played with me at the University of Miami. I was had the opportunity to go to Miami to see him inducted into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. 
And when I went, you know what I mean, it was just, I was blown away. You know what I mean? It's just to see his accomplishments, but to also see his community come behind them for a great endeavor, right? And um, it was just an opportunity that I saw that we had never did here in Apopka ourselves. And it was something that I want to bring to Apopka because of the tradition of Apopka. You know, we got such a great, deep uh, tradition for us athletes and people that accomplish a lot of things, but never had the platform or the foundation, right, to be able to talk to their grandkids or their grandkids go about their forefather, their foremother, the things that they accomplish. And, uh, Prince Pollard, can you talk about your involvement? Well, uh, once uh, Eddie and I uh, got together and started talking about things that uh, things that uh, people have accomplished in Apopka, and uh, I was all in. And, you know, it's just something that I think that the uh, city of Apopka uh, really needs to recognize some of the some of the athletes that are uh, going on through Apopka. Uh, and. What, who, who's involved? I mean, who, who can participate and give us a little, little idea of, of the scope of it? Well, the scope okay, of it, right? Actually, what we started out right, we started with an international leadership consortium for communities. And one of the things that we wanted to do, we wanted to rebuild our community, right? But what we wanted to do was bring an identity to the youth. Because, you know, in Apopka, we had a lot of youth, right, that are having a lot of problems, right? And the reason why they was having problems because they don't know the history. They don't know the legacy of the people that came before them. So what we wanted to do was start a foundation, right, to help build a community, to bring the community, bring the old and the new together where the young can learn from the new and the new can learn from the old. You know what I mean? So it was a platform for us to be able to bring those two together. That way they would have some type of identity about their community, the people that came before them. And Prince? Yeah, I, 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 I agree with what uh, Eddie was saying, that uh, it was just an opportunity so we can sh showcase people the things that people have done beforehand and and, and give them recognition. You know, we, we, we got a great tradition here in Papua of having great athletes. And uh, we, we once started out, we just started out with Wheatley, and uh, we say, well, man, it, it's, it, this, this, this is a popka. I mean, Wheatley is part of popka, and a popka is part of Wheatley. So uh, we we going to kind of combine that thing and and uh, make it make it what it should be. And yet, just to give recognition for all the all the talent that we've had in the popka. Well, everybody, know John Perry's joining us mm -hmm. now. Yeah, they have John. Feel good, free to, good to see y'all, yeah. Just, uh, it, it, that leads to the, a question that, that I've heard asked. I mentioned this to Eddie last time we met. Now, I think there's some some um, you, you know, uh, people aren't exactly clear. I know I was at a function recently, and mm -hmm. somebody was advancing the notion that this is just a Phyllis Wheatley Hall of Fame. So it, it, is, it, is it Phyllis Wheatley? Is it a pop game? What, what are the parameters? Well, the thing is, is that there, there's no perimeters on it, right? When we first started out, you know, we wanted, we wanted to start small, of course, because of uh, Phyllis Wheatley, right, was a historical school. And, and let me I mean, I think a, a Phyllis Wheatley Hall of Fame is, is a great idea. Yeah, the way. but the thing is, is that just like um, 
Prince Paula said that it's for the whole community. You know what I mean? We're going to need other people on board. We actually started the Hall of Fame outright for it to be a fundraiser. You know what I mean? For the uh, foundation that we started. And all we was doing right was trying to have a foundation to help youth. And the Hall of Fame was just to be a fundraiser. But when we started the Hall of Fame, we knew it was going to get bigger because I, I even came to John when I first had the idea. I came to John, and I also talked a little bit to you, Roger. I didn't know the scope of it, how big it was going to get at the time. And John and I, we sat down, and we talked, and we was like, well, where would you start at? You know what I mean? So what we did, we just took a little bit, and what we're going to do is bring people together and collaborate, right, where we can build a foundation because this thing is bigger than us because this is about the whole of Poplar. It's not just about me. It's about our community and the people that came to our community that we could show some kind of light on our community, right? You know, a lot of times a pop could get bad ink. But what we want to do is show some positive things that are going on in Apopka, but we stand uni unified together, you know what I mean, with the Hall of Fame. Because if you look at it, right, our communities, right, are well-rounded now. It's well-diversity now. So what we want to do is bring everybody on board. It's not just a weekly thing, you know, because when we first started out, like John said to me, he said, well, where do you start? I didn't know where to start. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just something, you know, I, before I even started, I, I came to him and I asked him, and he said, Eddie, you know what? Hats off to you. You know what I mean? For even trying to do it because, you know, it's so many athletes that came to even before me, even with the Phyllis Wheatley. When we did Phyllis Wheatley, it was people that was there before I was even born. So the only way I knew about them was by the history and people talking about it. You know what I mean? And I actually went out to people and sat down and talked with people one-on-one, -on -one, you know what I mean, to get their perspective about the Hall of Fame itself. And, you know, it just kind of grew like a wildfire. People was excited about it, you know what I mean, coming out and doing it. But actually sitting down and talking with people. And it made a great difference because a lot of the things that I found out, I really didn't know. And got me coming from a pop crew, I didn't know the the deepness of the heritage of sports in a pop crew. It goes way beyond me. So I want people to come on board, right? What we're trying to do, like I was talking to um, Roger about the criteria on what it takes to be a Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Back then, we was just going by word of mouth. You know, we didn't have a whole lot to go with. But now that we're billing, we want to put things in place, like even a form, traditional, what it takes, you know what I mean? People can write in, right, and then we form a board, right, the board, right, can overlook the uh, the list or the criteria, and that way we can have help, you know what I mean? Because when you're getting it word of mouth from people, a lot of times you're going to get... Overlooked tonight. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to overlook some people, you know, because you don't know everybody. You don't remember the history of everybody, so, and that's why it's going to take a community come together. Right, that's the reason I was discussing with you the criteria and wanted to clarify the actual scope of it, whether it's Phyllis Wheatley mm -hmm. specifically, whether it's a popka in general. Uh, if, if it's a popka in general, there's one notable absence there that I can think of immediately. Of course. wanted to discuss the future going on and you know how you know the selection process and the criteria and all that, which, which we, we are discussing. Yes, of course. Of course, um, as we've talked about. Now, you had your 
first kickoff banquet last year. It was very well attended. Yes, sir. Uh, and can you just share with us about about the first one in 2018? Well, the first one was great. Uh, you know what? That was uh, at the, the VFW. Yeah, it was at the VFW, right? Um, we had over 400 people <laughs> that participated, right? We had the opportunity, right, to have all the people that came from Phyllis Wheatley. We know it started in Phyllis Wheatley, but we know the scope of Phyllis Wheatley went into Apopka High. So we all a family. But we had people that came out. People was excited. You know what I mean? People got excited about something. You know, it's, it's good when people can come together on one accord, right, for something like this. And we had the opportunity to have the mayor came out. The mayor came out and seen it. We had some other constituents, right, that came from um, the county that came out. We had all the uh, South Apopka uh, Minister Alliances was there. I mean, people I hadn't seen in years that came, right? It was a great event, and people was excited to come out. And first of all, people was excited, right, that we took the time to acknowledge them, you know? Mm -hmm. We see people that was 40, 50 years ago, you know what I mean, got the opportunity to finally get a, a chance, right, to get their, 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 their time in the life. And it was great because I can't even explain it. You know, I got, I got, I got cheered out of it, right, just to see the smiles on people's face for somebody to finally do it. And it wasn't even about me. It was just a vision that God had gave us to come together, right, for us to try to help our community, to help our people. Now, I sort of commend your efforts, and I'm glad you're here to speak about it to our audience of Blue Daughter Sports Central. You know, it, much like you, as I've talked, I've talked about um, in some other areas, um, recently, over the past year, had a chance to go to the Lake Brantley Hall of Fame and uh, was invited and went to the Oak Ridge High School Hall of Fame. And so I, I know exactly the kind of moving experiences you're, you're talking about, with which um, I commend you and Prince and you know, for, for taking this initiative to get this started and um, because it, it is it's a very worthy venture and, and it does uh, bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. Uh, we're up on our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Eddie Williams and Prince Pollard about the Hall of Fame they've started. And John Perry's here. We'll have him get some updates from him as well. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. And uh, when we come back, we'd like to hear about some of the members of the uh, pop, about, of the Hall of Fame. So we'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day in a popka. It's a great day to be in a popka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue, Porky's Apopka, 256 East Main Street, also known as Highway 441, right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Glad you're joining us today. Pleased to be joined by some yeah. great Blue Darters on the program today and great Apopka citizens and sports figures. Of course, John Perry's joining us today. We'll get an update from John over as we make that transition from the school year ending, which it did on Tuesday, into the summer. And we'd like to get a review of, of John's thoughts on some of the programs with Apopka. Also want to give another shout out to Apopka Blue Darter Softball. They made it to the state tournament, to All the right. final four, which is uh, obviously always a huge accomplishment. Um, 
went down in the first game and a tough game, uh, four to nothing. But that doesn't diminish the outstanding record-setting historic season that they had. And we uh, salute Coach Mike Mc, Mc, McWithy and the, all of his young women on this team this year for a popular Blue Darter softball. Um, and we'll be continue to talk about them over the summer as well. We're pleased to be joined by Eddie Williams. Of course, Eddie Williams was a member of Coach Chip Gerke's historic very first football team, the 1968 Blue Darters, which also won a popular very first. You said 68. Yeah. 78, 78. <laughs> Eddie's not that old. Yeah, I had 78 in my mind. 78 Blue Darters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the 68 team uh, wasn't that good, but wins and loss wise. But uh, great bunch of guys. But anyway, uh, yeah, the 78 team, which was a popular first district championship team, a truly historic team. And I'd like to have you maybe share about that a little bit, you know, if we have a chance before we leave today. Well, and of course, you, um, Eddie went on to play for the University of Miami on another historic team, the 1983 national champions under Coach Howard Schellenberger, which was. Miami's first national championship team. So we have a true historic figure here with us right here, our own Eddie Williams. And we're also joined by Prince Pollard, who, of course, in addition to his numerous contributions to the Apopka community, also had an outstanding career um, as an official in the Southeastern Conference and in college football and college athletics. Guys, great to have you joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. And, and I'd like to, hopefully, if we have a little bit of time to talk to Prince about some of his uh you know, insights into history. I'm sure you've got quite a more than a few stories of uh, being an SEC official. I've got, I've got two. One of them, one of them really, really good, really good. Is in 1998 when he signaled no good for uh, the field goal for that Florida had up in Knoxville, and we went on to win the national championship. We being Tennessee, but but the other was was the LSU Kentucky game that he can tell you about and. Uh, Anyway, I know he had some great stories from being an SEC official. I, I know John liked to bring up that 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 Florida uh, Tennessee uh, game. Uh, I happened to be under the goalpost on the far end of the stadium, and uh, I knocked down. 11 people running to the van. I believe it because I, I beat yeah. the back judge to the van and I was under the goalpost on the other end. They, that, <laughs> they the, the fans, mostly students, of course, yeah. rushed the field, tore down the goalpost, had the CBS camera that was attached to the goalpost. All it. It, it got dumped in the river, is what tradition says, and parts of the goalpost made it up to the area of Cumberland Avenue they call the Strip. They're right next to the university. And yeah, it was it was quite a wild ride. And knowing, I'm watching the game. I'm knowing Prince is under that that upright, and I see the ball. Cooper Collins, I think, was kicking the ball for Florida. I see it drift over that way. So I'm watching Prince. Is all I was doing. I was not trying to see the ball myself. I said, all right. And then Prince came out waving his arms, no good. And of course, in, in my household, we went crazy. So. How much did John pay you for that? <laughs> I know, see, look, look, y'all, don't, y'all don't know that me and John go way back, way back, way back to First Baptist mm-hmm. Softball League with Betty Daniels uh, oh running, running. Well, I was there. probably six, 15, 16. Yeah, you, you were. You were so it's been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, I was, uh, my wife was the athlete. I was just a standby, but I, I was there to cheer my wife on. Calling the balls and strikes. Calling balls, but see, the reason I got out there was because of, of Coach Heisey. Oh, yeah. Heisey was behind the plate and right. wasn't nobody on first base. And I asked him, I said, uh, you need any help? He said, yeah. 
and 50 years from now, we still the best of buddies. He's just right. like my brother. Yeah. I know George doesn't have any family, and uh, we treat each other like brother. We still communicate. He still come by my house, and I go by his house. And uh, it's, it's just a, one thing about uh, being in fishes is the camaraderie that you meet. Uh, I got a lot of stories. I got stories to tell you about your daddy. Uh -oh. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> See, um, my mama used to work for Roger when he was at the middle school. When he was principal at the middle school. He, well, my, it was a Popka High School. I mean, it's the middle school now. But Yeah, no, no. Before, before, before the Popka High, it was, a, it was a middle school. Well, he's been, he started, he was principal of Popka High School, started in 1946. Okay, that's where he was at. So he, she worked in, in, in lunchroom for him a long, long time ago. So I, I've been knowing Roger for a long time. And, uh, yeah, for the record, he was never principal of, of a middle school. In the okay, yeah. okay. He was there, well, she worked in the lunchroom at, at Popka High School, and that's how um, I met Roger through uh, my mama because she worked for him. And... Uh, Roger was one instrumental in getting it, getting me into uh, the state tournaments. Uh, he was the executive secretary, and uh, every time he saw that name, Apopka, <laughs> he, he added Prince <laughs> to that list. Sometimes that uh, I would uh, just work one game in a district and then work the final at the FSJJ. Also, I was <laughs> I was going so many times, people started. Going a little too much, Prince, uh, but I went every time Roger called. <laughs> Roger called every time. When he was the executive secretary, he made sure he yeah, took care of He was a pre president, actually. <laughs> president yeah, of the yeah, Florida High that's, School that's right. Athletic Association. He was great. Um, um, a couple of things that I, one, one story I want to tell you about is that the LSU Kentucky game. Oh, that was a fantastic game. It was, it was Nip and tuck the whole ball yeah, game. What year was this? Uh, that was in 2001, uh, 2001, 2000. Uh, uh, yeah, was that uh, the one after the after 9/11? Okay, anyway, there was I, a I, I did the one. I did the first game after 9/11 in New York City. I, they flew. I flew into uh, New York, and uh, we was on the plane to land. Yeah, that was right after 9/11, and that was the first football game they allowed to have, and uh, having to go up there. And, I had an opportunity to go to West Point and all this good stuff, and had a great time. But um, it was um, it was it was something to think about. But let's get back to that Kentucky LSU game. The game was nipping tough at the whole ball game. This was the first opportunity Kentucky to win, to beat LSU in I don't know how many years. And uh, they had them. They had them. They just thought oh, they I had them. That game. <laughs> they just thought they had them. They had no time on the clock. The guy from he the ball. And I'm back there as a back judge, and I'm looking up at the sky, and uh, I see the football, and uh, I try to get a musician because I want, I, I like to be on TV, so I get in my, <laughs> I go into my TV mode, <laughs> my TV mode, you know, looking good, looking sharp, being right on top of the plate, and uh, I looked up there, and the ball got batted three times before. Henderson came from out of nowhere, and I saw, saw him in the corner of my eye, and I said, I said, he going to catch the ball. He ran past me, and I said, he caught the ball. <laughs> I chased him into the end zone, gave the touchdown signal, 
and run out the stadium. The, the, the band was on <laughs> that end of the stadium, so I run out in the stadium, and by the time I got to the stadium, all the Kentucky fans was already there. They was all pumped up. They had them beat the LSU, and uh, I told them, I said, y'all lost. Oh man, whiskey balls went everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that game was at Kentucky, and, right. and they had already the players had already. Well, they already didn't show down. Yeah, Rich, I think Rich Brooks was was coach there at Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they had already told the, uh, yeah. thrown the Gatorade on him. And I, you know, it's like and told the goalpost down on the other. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like, holy smokes, man! They've got to get them zeros up there uh, before before you even celebrate. And even then, you got to make sure there's no defensive penalties or something like that to allow an untimed down. But, yeah, I remember watching that one, too. I was yeah. like, holy smokes, man. Yeah, yeah I, I spent um, uh, 20 years in the SEC as a, as a, as a back judge, and you, you meet a lot of friends. And, uh, you know, one thing about being official is you got the camaraderie. You're you, you the third team on the football field. Oh yeah, two teams and the officials. It's it's the, it's it's another team out there, and uh, and we, as an official, we need to work as a group. And if you work as a group, you're going to be the best team out of those three. You want to be the best team out of those three because you're going to do you're going to do what's right, and regardless of the situation, I found out that. Uh, <coughs> Bad official because they got bad mechanics. If you're in bad position, you're going to make bad calls. You're going to be 50-50. You don't want to be known as a 50-50 official. You, you want to be in position whether you make the call or not. If you're in position, the coach is going to give you the pass. Probably it's, it's your option whether you're going to throw the flag or not. But if you ain't in position, you start guessing, oh, then you're going to be out the league right over right Very away. interesting insights in the <laughs> yeah. world of officiating. Okay, why don't we, after these great stories, after these great stories, why don't we take a break now, and then when we come back, I'd like to get back to the Hall of Fame, talk about the original class that was inducted last year, and okay. also have you guys talk about the event that's coming up you know, not too far away this, this summer. Mm-hmm. You're right. listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. We'll be right back with John Perry, Eddie yeah. Williams, you, Prince Pollard on today's hey, program you're going to talk on the Front Porch of Porkies. In just a moment, please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the Front Porch at Porkies. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. It's also a hot day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. But a lot of people are lining up here at Porky's and uh, getting ready to start their weekend off just right. We're joined by John Perry on the show today. Also by Eddie Williams and by Prince Pollard. They're talking about the Hall of Fame that they've involved with and getting started. And um, why don't we go back and I look forward to hearing some more great stories from Eddie and from Prince. Uh, but also, let's talk about the event last year that was your very first event for the for the Hall of Fame. 
Okay, well, what we want to talk about, right, is some of the people that was on the steering committee. It wasn't the, it wasn't the board itself, it was the steering committee. People, right, that donated their time and went out and collaborated and got all the statistics and stats of the people that we inducted, right, into the Hall of Fame. And I uh, want to give kudos out to Sherry Parker, right? She's one of the CEOs. Of course, I was the executive board member um, and the chairman. We had uh, Keith Rozier, uh, Dr. Alice Rozier, Prince Paula Jr. We had Marianne Moore, Evelyn Betts, and we also had Francine Borkins, Tony Jackson, Antoinette Lewis, Burnerman Queen, Ann Pollock, uh, Jarrell Stafford, Laura Stafford, Alexander Smith, and Joseph Washington. These people, I want to give a great thanks out because they was committed, right, to getting out. You, you got to remember, right, none of these people got paid. <laughs> Actually, what they did, they just donated their time, right? They was um, impressed about the idea, and they wanted to see it revolve and come come about. So I'd like to thank them for their efforts and helping us put this thing on and, and bringing it, you know what I mean, together where people can have something to see. I also want to talk about some of the inductees that we had. Uh, last year we had... One of the uh, things we acknowledged was one of the community heroes. We selected somebody out of the community heroes. Uh, everybody knows Marvin Zanders, right? He was one of the great cornerstones uh, in a popular work when it came to helping athletes and helping people within the community. Uh, another person was a community hero, Mr. Red Johnson. He made an impact on a lot of uh, youth in the community for us, getting them in school, getting them into program. Also, helping Miss Betty Daniels back right when they first started out with the flag football and a pop cut. Also, Mr. Jimmy Sub, right? He was Dr. James Sub, right? Late uh, principal over at uh, Orange County uh, Vocational Rehab, and he was one of our honorees. And we also would like to give a thanks to some of the people, right, that um, also helped us support. I want to give a, a shout out, right, to um, my practical right here and Apopka, some of those people that brought into the idea to help us pull this off. And Prince Howard, can you talk about your role? Mm. Oh, my, uh, my role is a facilitator. <laughs> I, my, they use my head to bounce off. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, like they, 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 they can go only so far. See, I go back a little bit further. Uh, people like uh, 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 Reverend Jimmy Howard and uh, myself, uh, we we are historian. We we statistic guys. We we keep up with everything. <laughs> uh, I think uh, uh, when they got into. Uh, a roadblock, then I would smooth that road out, and so we just keep going forward. You know, you gotta always have somebody there that's gonna smooth that road out, cause you're gonna have some bumps and some grinds. As you do things, it's gonna come up, but you gotta be able to work your way through. I think yeah, well, I, one yeah. of the things uh, I appreciated about it was that he was always there, even John. You know what I mean? I went to people right that had the knowledge, you know what I mean? Because I don't know everything, just like you don't know everything. So what I did, I reached out to people, right, that I knew that had history, and I picked their brain, you know what I mean, for the history and the knowledge, you know what I mean, to try to, to help put this on. We more the, we, we're open to have more people come on board, right, to be able to help this endeavor get bigger. Because like you see, if you see all the schools in Orange County done did Hall of Fames. You know, like you say, you see Jones High, Lake Brantley, Oak Ridge. These schools have Hall of Fame. 
We don't have one in a pop gun. That's what we want to do. We want to bring. Well, well, let's get back to the clarification point, though. Uh, logistically, this isn't an Apopka High School Hall of Fame, correct? No. It's a Apopka Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Because once we go to the logistics, right, with Apopka, what we want to do is collaborate with the Apopka High. You know what I mean? And that means we can bring our ideas because together. Because the ones I mentioned earlier, like Lake Brantley, that's the Lake Brantley High School yes. Hall of Fame. But all yes. the paperwork is yeah. in, all the finances, right. all the exactly. legal documents. Exactly. Oak Ridge High School is Oak Ridge High School Hall of yes. Fame, not South Orlando Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the thing, what we're doing, right? Because one of the things you have to do, you got to look at the logistics and what it takes. You know what I mean? When we first started out, we were just doing it right just for the joy of it, just to bring recognition. And then when we got into it, like, you know, John told me before, hey, this thing right here is bigger than I. And we're going to take a whole lot of people to come together, right, with some ideas on how we can solidify this thing. Because, like I said, it's not just a South of Popka thing. Mm-hmm. It's all of Popka. You know what I mean? Because we all is one. And that's what we want to do. So we want to bring people on board, right? They got ideas and, and that's willing to come in and that's willing to help work and solidify this thing where we could have um, a form and criteria set up on what it takes to be a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? That way people can vote on the people that they want to be Hall of Famers because we don't know everybody. And then once everybody get an opportunity to get their input, you know what I mean? At least we have a form out with the criteria on what it takes and how it takes to be established to be a Hall of Famer. And, of course, up, up to suggesting the earlier stages, it's probably going to be like the, the obvious ones, of course. You know, uh-huh. then, then once you get established and you go down the, the road, then you begin to you know, look at, you peel back the, the curtain mm-hmm. and look a bit deeper. But now, speaking of, like, the, the log- more logistics, the, the sponsorships. I know that you're uh, you look have sponsors. I know as, as you talked about, obviously something like this not only takes a lot of hard work and, and effort, you know, daunting. You only I can only imagine how hard how much hard work it is. Um, you know, you got you got to have fundraising, and you mentioned that you one of your goals was it for, for to be a fundraiser. Is this a, a, a nonprofit venture? Is it a for profit venture? Well, actually, we haven't really identified. You know what I mean when it comes to being profit or nonprofit, because actually we wanted to see what direction we want to head in. You know, because when we started up, remember I told you right, the Hall of Fame was an umbrella up on the International Leadership Consortium for Communities on how to rebuild communities, right, and have more programs and stuff for the youth in the community in high-risk areas. But what happened was this kind of consumed the program itself, the Hall of Fame, because what it did, it took up so much of our energy and so much of our time that we want to get back to what we started out with, you know what I mean, but allow this, right, to continue, you know what I mean? Even though we were the birth of it, don't mean that we have to carry it on. What we want to do is just make sure the legacy stay. But only thing we would like, though, is that the community, uh, the organization, right? Yes, get its rights. You know what I mean? Where we would just say the organization that created it, right? We create a scholarship for that organization to go back to the use. And that's what our main interest Because last year, right, when we did um, our first event, we had the opportunity to give away two scholarships. We gave away uh, two $500 scholarships to athletes, right, for them to go to school. And so those are the things that we're looking to do, right, is just build on the foundation that we started. Because it's like I said, the Hall of Fame, right, 
it consumed, okay, the program itself because all our time and effort was ate up by the Hall of Fame itself. You know what I mean? Because of the time and the hours that you have to put into it. People don't know the logistics of the work behind the behind this behind the scene that had to be done. Well, I can only imagine how much work. But, um, one more question. Um, now I would like to have you talk about the one coming up uh, this year. In fact, why don't we? Um, actually, we got a break coming up. Why don't we go to the break first? But before okay. we go to break. I'd like to, uh, John. Do you, do you have any questions? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm learning a lot, so uh, <laughs> just enjoy. Yeah, feel free, to, yeah, feel free to jump in. Yeah, uh -huh. whenever you have a question, uh -huh. obviously. We need course. your inputs too, John. We oh. do. <laughs> uh, that'll be fine. We'll, 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 we need to sit down and talk. I, yeah. I'm happy to give my input. I've never been shy about that. <laughs> you know, I, well, one of the things we wanted to do, and that's like I was talking to Roger before, is that um, I want to sit down with guys like yourself. I all us come together, right? and put our ideas together, you know what I mean? Because what it does, right, it makes us stronger now, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. With your expertise, my expertise, Rod's expertise, Paula's expertise, his expertise, all those come together, right, and make a strong village. Yep. And that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to build a village, right, because the village, it takes a village to take care of a village, and that's all we're trying to do. Actually, why don't you go ahead and just talk about the date and the upcoming uh, you know, event before we go to that break so people will know about it. Uh, the date is going to be August August the 3rd, right? It's going to be in the VHW right here in downtown Apopka, right? The time is going to be from 11 to 2.30, Two. okay? We, we might go over a little bit, but um, we had live entertainment last year. We had a Hall of Fame walk where people, when they walked in, they had opportunity, right, to, to stand in front of the banner and take pictures and also, right, they had somebody live interviewing them, right, what they thought about the Hall of Fame and how they appreciated it and, and, and some of the things that we could do, you know what I mean, to, to make it better. Uh, one of the things I suggested last year is that we had a questionnaire where, you know, you have three questions on the small, you know what I mean? But let people give ideas, and then we take those ideas and put them all together, and then we come up with something that everybody can can deal with or everybody can use. And then you also have uh, what sponsorships as well, and uh, yeah. people you know, people can you know, yeah we have sponsorships so where forth. people can, they can buy tables, right? Yeah. You know we got we got the gold, we got the silver, we got the platinum. Okay, can they also right get an opportunity to buy a banner to put the banner up, right? And they can also. Uh, our sponsorship package, right, we got the silver, which is uh, $500 for a VIP table, what they'll get, right, an event, sponsored acknowledgement, they get the door prizes, and they also be able to participate in the drawing because we're going to have a drawing. Um, the next one is executive uh, 2000. They get 10 tickets in a table. Of course, they eat. Also, right, they get opportunity to uh, promote their logos. They also get a 30-second, I mean, a 30-second video presented throughout the event itself. Because what we have, we have live videos and stuff, and as the event going, we have live radio station where people come in and they can sit down and talk while it's live. We also shot live um, Facebook. And then a lot of people started, you know what I mean, giving their input through Facebook, because we know social media, right, is one of the quickest ways to get the advertisement out. We got a platinum package, right? And we also got a step repeat for people, right, that was our sponsors last year, okay? We give them a discount. Because a lot of those people that um, are repeat sponsors, right, we want to make sure that we keep them happy. Also, we have a souvenir booklet um, where you can advertise in it. We got a full page for $250, half page $200, we got a quarter page $175. And 
that goes into the Duckley book that we have. So we got a lot of things going on. Who were some of the people that helped you get off the ground? Ah, some of the people that helped me get off the ground. Oh, my God. A special recognition to Cheryl Parker. Oh, a special recognition to Cheryl Parker, right, for the works and endeavor that she did. Um, I really couldn't have did it without her. You know what I mean? We was a team. We came together, right, because actually it was our idea. And we just, we started out with a bare minimum of $5,000, okay, of her money. And we just went from there. And we utilized that money, but we was able to get the word out, but also able to give back to the community itself. And we also want to give a special thanks out, right, to um, Jackie Madison, who had passed away, you know what I mean? He was one of my loyal supporters, you know what I mean? Just like when I went to John, I also went to Jackie, you know what I mean? Before I even went out to the community, you know? I went and tossed it around with a couple of people that I knew in the community and asked them what they thought and what I mean by their opinion. Very interesting. Go ahead, Prince. I just want to name a few inductees for this coming year. Yeah, we'll just get the break out of the way, and then we'll come back. We'll hear about the 2019 inductees from the from Eddie Williams and Prince Powers Hall of Fame. You're listening to... I do the coaches, and you do the players. We got our Sports Central live from Front Porch at Porky's. We'll be right back. I got to go to work. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to the front porch at Porky's for Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Having a great time here at Porky's. We're with John Perry, of course, of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Pleased to be joined today by special guest Eddie Williams, former great Blue Darter. Among other things, he was on the very first district championship team for Apopka High School, Chip Gerke's 1978 Blue Darters. Also was on University of Miami's first, very first national championship team under Coach Howard Stellenberger, the legendary 1983 Hurricanes. In fact, Eddie was on the field on that legendary two-point conversion. Uh, you helped to break up that legendary two-point conversion where Al- uh, Nebraska tried to Go for the win the game points. at the yes, end of the game. Yes, i never forget it. Never forget it. Actually, um, yeah, I think Calhoun got more, got too much credit for that, didn't he? Well, he, it was, it was he, you, he? You and him that, that broke We it both up. got it, but you know what? The thing is, we, we both brothers. And the thing was, right, we already knew, right, what they was getting ready to do. You understand? We had looked at Nebraska. We had scouted Nebraska. They were supposed to be the best team of the decade. They were scoring 70, 80, 60 points on teams. But we had did our, our, our scouting report on them and we watched them. We critiqued them and we knew they weren't a better team. But when they went for two points, right, they had went for two points three times in one year and they ran the same play. Right. Yeah, so what we did, right, we scouted them enough that I already knew they were going to try to run the slant in the pick. So when they come to try to pick me, I push Calhoun through and say, they're coming to pick, they're picking, they're picking. You know what I mean? It was like, it was just like yesterday. It was like, you know what I mean? Deja vu. You're seeing it happen unfold into your eyes. But I actually want to get back yeah, to Yeah, and that's one of the most uh, historic plays in college football history. Yes. This man was right here, a big part of it. So we thank God for that, but we also thank 
for this opportunity uh, for us to come on the Sports Hall of Fame, uh, but to come on the talk show and talk about the Sports Hall of Fame. What I want to do is just go over the top of it. Uh, I want to talk about some of the coaches that are going to be inducted on this time for 2019. One of the top ones is, of course, Coach Chip Gerke, my first coach, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He was one of the legendary coaches. Um, that came to Apopka High. I remember when he first came to Apopka High, uh, that was the only coach I had in football. I had him right through the 10th grade all the way through the 12th grade. Cause he coaches on JV, and then he had opportunity. He moved up with us as we went to varsity. So we want to give a special shout-out to Chip Gerke, also Coach Johnson, legendary uh, track coach here on Apopka. They got a lot of history. A lot of people know about Coach and his accomplishments. So we, we, we're glad to have him. Also, I want to recognize one of our coaches that are not here with us anymore, Coach Will Carton. We're going to induct him too. His wife will be here to accept it on behalf of him. We thank uh, Will's wife for, you know, we want to participate, you know what I mean, even in this event. Also, Coach Fred Arnett. We're going to uh, induct him also into the Coach's Hall of Fame. And then we're going to have a special scholarship in, in, um, in memories of Jackie Massey. Jackie Massey, right, was one of the coaches, right? Also a principal that was very legendary and a popcorn for us, instrumental in helping youth get into school, also helping them, right, with their sports, well, whatever they needed, right? So we're gonna uh, have a special scholarship in his name to present to the youth, right, that, uh, that actually win, not win it, but the ones that we uh, offer the scholarship to. Also, we want to recognize the 1977 track team. They had members in the track team, right, that won in the state individually, but the efforts in that team alone, we want to recognize them as a whole. So those are the people we're going to let um, Mr. Pollard, he's going to talk about some of the inductees uh, from the sports party. All right. Some of the inductees from... Uh, well, th this coming year in 2019, the uh, Cedric Anderson, uh, he uh, played, uh, had a, a great career here at Apopka, but he also moved on to Ohio State. He got Donald Baker, uh, played on the state championship team for YMO, but really he's from Apopka, I think, during the transition. He's supposed to be in Apopka. Apopka should have won the state when Donald Baker was playing for Wymo. He should have he been playing for Apopka High School, but he, he transferred over to uh, Wymo and uh, history from there. Got people like Frank Baker. He He's back pre-1950. He's one of the... Uh, uh, that Baker-Filmo connection. It's a family tradition in Papa. We got a lot of good uh, families that got a lot of, lot of, lot of good history on, on being athletic. Um, got Derek Clark. Uh, he was at, at a Papa. Derek is almost like a, a stepson. Me, I can remember when Coach Berkey used to come pick up Derek and my, my son uh, Curtis. Uh, they ran as a tandem. Uh, I think Derek was about two, two thirty, and, and uh, uh, Tyrone Curtis. Tyrone, he was a, about five eight, hundred eighty pound guard. They moved him in the backfield to block for Derek. I think they had something like eleven yards of carry. We had a in that time uh, we had six backs, three back combination, and all three of the backs got scholarship. 
uh, we have we have we had some good backs here in Popular, but uh, uh, they wanted to throw the ball and we could run over anybody. Uh, that's something we need to talk about. <laughs> but we did have some good backs. Kenny Gibson, uh, he track and field and basketball. Fred Grissom, uh, Jimmy Howard, uh, Aaron Jones, James Jones, Melvin Jones, Doug Kellum. Lindell McKenzie, Shirley McQueen, Sammy Smith Sr. Before that was Sam Smith Jr., that was a senior. And he was an outstanding athlete at, at, at Phyllis Street. He, he, he's in his mode. Uh, <clears throat> and Reggie Taylor, Greg Thompson, which uh, he's coaching now at Evans. He's football coach at Evans, but he was on that, that team with uh, Eddie and uh, Reggie Taylor and Robert Willis. Uh, <clears throat> some of the people that uh, on that track team, I think, I don't know if you, uh, you mentioned their name, but on that 1977 uh, state uh, track team, uh, Eddie uh, Hughley, Kenny Gibson, William Ozon, Lorenzo Worthy, Marcus Smith, James Hickey, James Worthy, Harry Glenn, Greg Thompson, and Leon Massey. The inductees for 2019. Well, it was we ready to wrap up the show. I want to appreciate you guys for coming on. John, thank you for being here. You know, you asked for my input. Um, you know, as I look down this list, you know, I see Chip Jerky here and Joe Johnson. I would strongly recommend that you add Roger A. Williams to the We have not forgotten you, uh, you father. Well, it, it looks like you forgot him, that's for sure. <laughs> but we're getting started. We're getting started. Just, just a start, and we're going we're gonna to move from here. Wait, your, dad, your dad's a legendary, so we're going to give him a, a, a platform. Okay? We're going to give him a, a platform because actually, right, um, and our closing, your dad, right, he uh, actually retired with us. Past the 1980s. Yeah, you were, you were in his last class. That's right, but he was very life. special. I can remember the day when our graduation, right? Our class brought him a car and a diamond <laughs> ring. And I was like, oh my God! <laughs> so we thank you for having on the show. We appreciate you, right? Also, thank you for your efforts, man. And what you're well, doing. I know you guys have worked amazingly hard. Look forward to working with you, man, okay? Thanks for reaching out. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. I got to get to work now. I got to go to Thanks for being here. Thank oh you. my God. That's right. Wrap it up for us today on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're going to stick around and hope you guys will stick around and have lunch with us here no, 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 as no. our guest. <laughs> yeah, he can do that. No. I got to go. And, I got to uh, work at UCF. I, I, I got to get it. And we invite you to come up and join us John, as well. I still have your phone number. If not, is it okay I get it from Roger? At Yorkie's Original Barbecue. And time you join us again. Have some great stories, for, for more straight stories from you guys. Great stories, historic stories. Well, that's going to do it today for Blue Dollar Sports Central. Come on up and join us from Port, Front Porch at Porky's Barbecue as we get our weekend started off just right. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks to Jeff in the studio and Pete on location. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing it. I got sure that. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I had to get a new phone. I don't let it come down. I want to make sure. No, I want to make sure you still have it. Do you have a different number? Six nine two twelve. Race four. Race baseball. Race baseball tonight. Yes. Text me on one hundred five point five. The answer and on fifteen twenty WBCW. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Race have a great season. All right. I got to go. Look for. I'll give you a call. All right. 
it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.